to another episode of the Virtualicious podcast. My name is Avni and I'm here to make cooking a quick and easy affair. I want to make it super simple to make healthy, tasty food even when you're super busy, stressed and overwhelmed, even if you're not a confident cook. And if you're loving my tips and tricks, then hit that subscribe button now and share it with someone that you think would benefit from hearing this podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're talking about Diwali. Diwali's up and coming, and it's a Hindu celebration, but more and more other cultures want to embrace each other's cultures. And that's a really nice thing, but it can be really overwhelming to think about, you know, cooking an Indian feast, um, especially if it's something you haven't done before. So, in this episode, I just want to give a really simple Uh, meal that you could cook at home without having to buy loads of different ingredients they're going to clog up your cupboard and you're not going to be able to use and probably will end up in landfill Um, I'm just kind of like make it really easy to to have a nice meal to celebrate Diwali but not spending the whole day in the kitchen so that's my aim from this podcast episode let's get started So when I um, when I was growing up, um, I'd kind of go to school, or I'd get, or even when I started working, I'd go to work, and I'd say, "Oh, happy Diwali!" And people would look at me with this blank expression, it's like, you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um, things have changed somewhat. You know, people do know what Diwali is now, and um, you know, you're seeing programs on the television about it children are being taught about it in school a lot more and you know it's nice to celebrate each other's um, traditional days. Now Diwali is um, it's a festival of lights and traditionally you know as with all of all festive occasions from all different cultures it all centers around food and so um you know, I'm going to give you a simple, quick and easy kind of menu, um, which you can make um, a very pared down version, or you can make lots of different dishes and kind of oomph it up if you want to. It's up to you. I'm going to try and make it simple. Okay, so um, as I say, it's a festival of lights. So it's traditional to light some of what we call diva um, or you know, you could light some candles. So traditionally, the dira is um, you get some cotton wool and some ghee, which is clarified butter. It's what we use a lot to cook with instead of oil or instead of butter. And um, you kind of um, wrap the the cotton wool into a kind of candle shape or wick shape, I guess, and then douse that in, in the ghee and then light it. So we'll put it into like a, a small special kind of holder and and light it and that's our version of a candle however you can just use candles and it's just a really nice way of doing things you can um, put on some nice lighting um, and that makes it very festive and very kind of Diwali-esque um I'm not going to kind of suggest all the other things that you can do lots of different sort of things to make it seem more festive personally we don't you know we will put a few diwas and candles and and that's that's us done right so going on to the meal so uh let's start with drinks 
So drinks, obviously, you know, if you want some beer, you know, beer and curry, kind of go hand in hand. Um, I like Cobra, but, you know, obviously, but whatever is fine. Um, Lassi is a common one, you know, when you go to the restaurant, you might get a mango Lassi. But, you know, the, the Lassi that we have at home, or you might call it Lassi, um, we call it Lassi, um, it's just yogurt and water all mixed up with a bit we have it um with salt because quite often in the restaurants they're sweet um but we just have yogurt water and salt that's just a basic lassie and then sometimes we'll jazz it up with some roasted crushed cumin um and some finely chopped coriander you know, whiz that all up in a blender it's absolutely delicious i've got to say it's really nice um but Another thing, but as I say, if you don't have all those extra ingredients, you can literally just have the mango and water with some salt, or you can make it sweet, so you can put some sugar in, or you can put some um, mango lessies, so you can get some mango pulp in a tin from supermarkets. Now, a lot of supermarkets, because it's Diwali season, are holding a lot of Indian stock, so you might even be able to get it from your normal supermarket. And you just mix a bit of the mango pulp in um, with the normal lassi with some yogurt and water uh, and whiz it up and that's done or beat it with a whisk. Um, and if you haven't got mango pulp, yeah, don't worry about it. The, the whole point is this is meant to be quick and easy, not using loads of different ingredients that you don't have to hand. And so you could just add other fruits or, or even cordials, you know. One of the things we have is a, a um, rose-flavoured milkshake, you know. So if you if you want to, you can you could put rose-flavoured cordial, if you have it, if you can get hold of it, into the lassi. You can do whatever you want, really. Anyway, so, yeah, you could use cordial if you want, if you can't get the mango pulp. Um, so now I'm going to... Um, go on to the 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 uh, like the starters. I was going to say the mains, but you got starters and mains. What you know? I'm going to put talk about them all in one go. So, um, but before I do that, actually, what I want to do is talk about the basics. If you wanted to make a very simple meal that's Indian, that tastes great, but doesn't take ages, you could literally just do, if you eat meat, you could marinate some meat and roast it. I'll talk, talk you through how to do that. Roast it and stick it in a roti or chapati with some yogurt and some salad. And that would be an absolutely amazing meal. Actually, that'd be a really nice meal. And then you could you could follow that off um, with um, s some Indian uh, dessert, which is, um, we call it sikhan. It's basically um, a Greek yogurt. So we normally strain the yogurt ourselves, but nowadays you can get Greek yogurt from the supermarket. So just a really nice, good quality Greek yogurt with some saffron and sugar and some cardamom seeds, maybe... Um, so crushed cardamom seeds and maybe some um, pistachio nuts or almonds and something like that. If you don't have um, saffron, then you don't need to, to use saffron. You could use vanilla, you could use rose water, you could even use Vibena or some strawberry cordial. You know, like it really doesn't matter. Just 
do whatever you've got to hand um, because if you think about how all these recipes came about in the first place, you know, they were just made with whatever they had available to them at the time. So there's no shame in just making up a dish yourself. Right, so um, let's, let's go over some of the dishes that you could make and make them, um, you know, I'm going to talk about how you can make them really simply, really easily. But then, as I say, if you haven't got much time, you want to make the most simple thing, just do the roasted meat with the um, salad and a roti job done. And if you're a vegetarian, or if you eat fish, then you could do the same thing with fish. If you're vegetarian, you could do it with beans and with veg, like roasted cauliflower. Oh my God, that would be lovely. And that, or paneer. Oh, love paneer. Um, a lot of people, well, some people don't like paneer, even if they're vegetarian. So yeah, roasted cauliflower, um, roasted chickpeas in there, you know, really, really nice stuff. Um, even butternut squash would be gorgeous. So you can, it's the same recipe, you just do it with whatever filling you want. Um, so let's talk about that. So you can, um, if you're having meat, then marinate it at least one hour if you can, um, do it overnight, but it, you know, it really doesn't matter. And when you marinate it, it's nice to marinate it in some yogurt that will tenderize your meat. And if you're doing a vegetarian version or if you're doing fish, you don't want to marinate it for too long. Uh, if you're doing a vegetarian version, you can just mix it up at the same, at the time, just before you're about to cook it. Um, even the meat, if you don't have time to marinate it, don't worry. Um, but if you do, a little bit of yogurt. Now, you don't want to use nice Greek yogurt for that. You want to use a nice cheapo yogurt that you get from the supermarket for like 40V or something like that. And, um, but not too much, just enough to sort of coat the meat um, and to give it the, the enzymes that will make the meat taste so much more expensive than it actually is and um, add some curry powder. So just generic curry powder will do. I do a really nice curry powder because it's got the onion, garlic and ginger in it. So it's got, you know, it's the whole lot, but you know, it, just do whatever um, you've got to hand um, and let it marinate. And then once it's marinated, either your meat or the vegetables, just tip them into a roasting tin that preferably has some non-stick foil or something underneath. Um, but if you don't have that, you can just grease it, it's fine, and stick it in the oven until it's cooked. Try and get those charred bits on the side, which make it taste really super nice. And you could literally just have it like that, with, as I say, with some salad, nice crunchy salad if you can, with the roti. Now the roti, all that is, is some flour. Now you can use pretty much whatever flour you want, right? We use chapati flour generally, but um, like the other day, I made um, some rotis with some spelt flour and they came out amazing. I also use plain flour or self-raising flour. It really doesn't matter. Like, you know, each flour will give you a different result. Some will be, um, you know, if they've got more whole grain in them, they'll be more kind of, they'll have more texture to them they'll be a little bit uh, I don't want to use the word tougher because they're not tough but you know they'll be a little bit more um they'll have more bite to them and if you use a very fine powder like plain flour or self-raising white flour then it's going to be much softer 
um, and have, have be less filling, I guess. So just use whatever you have to hand. And it doesn't matter if you use self-raising or if you use plain. If you want to have a little bit of the fluffiness to it, you can just add some baking powder or bicarb soda, whatever you have to hand. Really doesn't matter. Not too much. Just don't overdo it. And um, preferably mix it with this. You know the cheap yogurt that I said that you use for the meat to marinate it? Use that cheap yogurt to create a dough. Now, if you you can just make the dough with the flour and the water and a bit of salt. But if you want, you can make it with the yogurt. And it, it will give it a much softer, it's much nicer kind of texture actually. Um or you can do a mixture of the yogurt and the water to, to form a dough, whatever you want. Once it's done, the dough, the dough does not keep. You need to um, cook this, your roti, straight away. So um, roll it into little balls and roll out each ball into a chapati um, shape. Now, don't worry about getting it round because when I was little, I used to have all sorts of shapes for my rotis honestly it doesn't matter it tastes the same um so don't worry about it if you don't have a rolling pin don't worry you can use a bottle to roll it out it's absolutely fine um and the way to cook it is to dry fry it so heat a frying pan up um, you don't need any oil you just put the roti in um, let it cook um for I don't know, a minute or so, 30 seconds, it depends on your heat, you'll need to kind of get a feel for it, and then turn it over, let it cook on the other side, you might want to turn it over again if it's not fully cooked, uh, and that's it, and then put it in a plate, on a plate, like stack your roti on a plate, in between each one, if you want, you could um, put some butter or some ghee on the roti, um, some people have it with butter or ghee, some people don't, some people just have it plain but that's how easy it is to make the roti I always think that um, we think that recipes are really difficult when we don't know how to make something but once you know how to make it it's really simple and this roti you know recipe that I'm giving you here is super simple and you know I know that some people will be like well how much yogurt do I put in how much water do I, do I put in as I said, you can put all water or all yogurt. So actually, it doesn't matter. There's no measuring here. The way to know how much in total liquid you need compared to the flour is by just adding a little bit, mixing it with a spoon, and you know, keeping an eye on it and sort of, sort of try and see when you think it's going to turn into a dough. When you think it's going to turn into a dough, get your hands in there and massage it into a dough. You don't need to knead this too much. And that's it. If you feel like you've put too much liquid in, add a bit more flour to balance it out. If you think it's too dry, add a little bit more liquid, either yogurt or water, to make it into a dough. And that is it. Like It's so simple and so easy. Once you've cooked them, they will last. You don't need to eat them straight away. Although, rotis are absolutely divine. Straight off, you know, straight out of the frying pan. Um, but you know, like if you want to make them ahead of time, make them ahead of time, wrap them in foil, put them in the oven and let them heat for a bit or just dry fry them quickly individually um, just to heat them up uh, just for a few seconds. Um, and that's a really great way of doing it. I do that a lot. I really do. So anyway, that's your, your roti and, and your meat and then you can just 
shred up some salad um, and serve that as a meal with a bit of yogurt on top of it. If you like it hot, add some hot sauce. You know, it's really, really simple to do that. If you want to turn your um, the sort of the rest of the meat or the vegetables, whatever it is you've made, into a curry, so with a sauce, then you can fry up some onion. If you've got garlic and ginger, add the garlic and ginger. If you've got chilies, you can add chilies in there. Just fry it up with some curry powder or some curry paste. My one has the garlic, the ginger and the onions in it already, the one that I sell on my website. But if you don't, um, if you just have a curry powder, generally they don't have the onion, garlic and ginger in them. So check the ingredients and if you need to, you, then it's nice to add those things in, but again, you don't need to. Um, curry pastes tend to have all that stuff in, so, but the thing is then they have the oil and they have the preservatives and stuff like that. So, you know, you can make a choice as to what suits you. Mine is a powder, so it doesn't have any preservatives in it, but it is, um, it does have the garlic and the onion and ginger. So it's like much easier um, meal kit to make, I would say. Um, so just read the ingredients and see what, what works. But you literally just need to put some oil in a pan Add your curry powder, add some tomatoes, and um, you can use tin tomatoes, pureed tomatoes, um, fresh tomatoes, passata, even tomato puree. Like you just use whatever you want, right? It really doesn't matter. And just let that cook gently, uh, and then add your meat or your vegetables into that, and you've got a veg you've got a proper curry with curry sauce. Obviously, there's ways to make it um like you can really go to town with it you know you can add um fresh coriander to it you can add um cumin seeds and mustard seeds at the beginning to make um to temper in the oil um which is what we'd normally do but i'm trying to make it really easy and really accessible so that it's not kind of overwhelming so um, that's how you can make a curry and then you've got your rice, um, sorry, then you've got your salad and your naan. If you want to make some rice, you can make some rice. Again, e either plain, so it's quick and easy. If you want to make it more Indian style, you could add some curry powder, which you've already got from the curry. If you want to buy something else, then you can add, you can buy turmeric and just add a little bit of turmeric, not too much. With turmeric, you've got to go easy because it's quite strong. Um, and then if you wanted to like go more to town with the rice, then you could add some cloves or some cinnamon stick, or you could fry up some onions and then add the rice to that. You know, you can just do whatever you want, really. Um, and then you could do like um, some pakora if you wanted this is like a really simple thing for starter if you want you can mix some chickpea flour or gram flour and um, some garlic ginger turmeric salt crushed chilies and veg right just you know whatever you have to hand though if you haven't got garlic it doesn't matter don't put it in like literally just put in what you've got um, and then you just add enough water to make it into a batter. You know, think about like a pancake mixture batter. Um, something maybe a bit thicker than that, actually. 
uh, and then you can either deep fry it or shallow fry it or you could um, cook them in the oven you want to make it a bit thicker if you're going to do it in the oven um, with coated with some oil so that it browns it a little bit and if you want to make them a bit fluffier then you can add um, a little bit of baking powder or bicarb soda is actually what you wanted to use um, but I'm just giving you that little kind of quick recipe just so that you know that that is another option if you wanted to add a starter to, to the mix. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I know you're probably thinking, but how much of each thing do I add? And the answer is it doesn't matter. Everybody's food tastes different. So if you were to come to my place and, and eat my curry, it would taste different to my, the way my auntie would make it or even the way that my mum would make it uh, because everyone likes different um, flavours. Some people will like more garlic, some people will like more ginger, um, some people don't like either or they don't use onions in their cooking and it really depends. Um, so don't worry about the taste. Um, just kind of go by your smell, go by sight, and um, you know if you want to just taste a little bit. Um, obviously, if you're doing the meat, don't taste anything that's touched the raw meat. Obviously, but um, you know you can just taste a little bit of the batter, for example, for the pakora, um, and and get a feel for whether oh yeah that tastes right. Or cook one, taste it, and then if you think oh actually I want a bit more garlic in there. Just have a bit more garlic. It really doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like inspired you to do a little bit of a an Indian-themed meal for Diwali so you can celebrate it. As I say, make it as simple and quick as you want and then add bits on if you feel like it and if you feel like you've got the energy and the time and the will. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend about this podcast and spread the word. Happy cooking.